Hey, this is Daniel Grant, author of Health Wealth and creator of the Fitness Mindset Academy. So, uh, episode number two today, really excited to get this through to you. And this one is now about how I learned how to create the fitness mindset. If that sounds interesting to you, listen to the end because I'm going to make it super easy. In fact, it's simple. So, you know, I'm a PT or you may already know that, but I've been a PT for 20 years, and uh, what I noticed was working with people who really wanted to get the body, their best body ever, wanted to get the result, but they couldn't stick. They couldn't continue the exercise and the diet regime, and whatever it was, because it's different for every person, right? They, whatever it was, they couldn't stick for long enough to get the result. I don't know if you've ever seen that image of the two guys with the pickaxes, and they're digging uh, through underground through to get through to the uh, diamonds. I don't know if you've seen that. And one of them is, you know, one strike. It's, it's, a, it's a hair's amount, <laughs> a hair's width of soil between him and the diamonds. And he's walking away. He's given up. And the other one takes one more strike and he's through to the diamonds. Well, it's exactly like that. I've seen that so many times with people where they're just about to get the result and they stop. They give up. Something gets in their way or they get tempted. You know, they're, they're tempted by the fruit in the garden. So been a PT 20 years and I realized that this blockage was there. People were giving up just before they got the result they really wanted. So I really wanted the struggle was me keeping people on track just long enough, just that two steps more or that one strike more with the pickaxe. And people would drop off right before they got the result, just before they got the diamond, you know. So um, once that had happened, you know, numerous times, 20 times, 30 times, and it happened more and more when I started to train people online, and people started dropping off even earlier online. So you need to engage them in a different way because you haven't gotten face to face, right? So I had this epiphany that, you know, maybe it's something to do with the mind. Because what is it that keeps them from taking the action? Before we take any action, we have to have a thought, right? Bef you know, our, our thoughts take care of our breathing and our blinking and um, our digestion. All that's taken care of by thoughts subconsciously, yeah? And then we have the conscious thoughts, which we think, I'm going to pick up that weight or I'm going to go for a run or I'm going to speak to my trainer. So there, there's, a, there's a two types. There's conscious and subconscious thoughts. So what I thought was, um, what keeps me on track? And how do I learn how people's minds work that we can get you to stay on track for that one strike more, that one more swing at the ball to try and get it out the park? So I had this epiphany that there was actually a way to do this, that there was a step-by-step, -step, just like there's a step-by-step -step process to get your body in the best shape that it's ever looked. There's a step-by-step -step process to get your mind and your emotions in line to then take on the exercises and the movements to get your body in the best shape ever. All right, so... Uh, what I found was there are people out there who teach this. There are masters who've been doing this, masters of the mind and mindset stuff. And, uh, you know, you may have heard of NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, some fantastic work out there. So I studied with a few of these top guys and girls and um, I learned some absolutely amazing techniques and strategies that are good for everyday life. It's just we're never taught these things in, in school and we should be because they're so simple. I could teach them to my little boy. Uh, and I'm started to now how you can play around with these images. Anyway, so I understood how I could get the result then and I set up a step-by-step -step process and I use this process myself to keep myself on track, to bring myself up when I wake up and I feel a little bit on the low side some days. There's certain steps we can do, right? And just some people haven't found them out yet. And that's what I, that's what I do now. I deliver those steps and once I've taught someone those steps, it actually impacts their life in such a big way. It can have such a profound impact. Uh, and I deliver those in a program now. So I could take someone who was an exercise dodger, 
now and take them through a mental exercises to get them motivated to exercise to achieve their best body ever. And that's a simple step. That's a, it's easier to said than done, right? So the way, one of the ways I do that is talk about through story, which I just told you my, my backstory really, how I got into the mindset stuff and coming from being a PT for 20 years. Well, let me tell you another story. So if I say to you, you know, I could say to you, look, you need to eat this way. Don't eat these things. Eat these things. Train this way. Don't train this way, right? Everyone knows that. You could Google the stuff now, right? You could know all the answers. But if I say that, what I found is I give, can give the best information. Like my book is 300 odd pages, the best information. I've backed it up all with studies. And some people got the results. Some people didn't get through it. So what I found is there's a much better way. There's <laughs> a quick start way, which I'll give you at the end, how to take the shortcut. And you don't have to go through all, you know, I, I wrote the book and, and made, um, made it so that someone else could become a trainer. But that's not, that's not necessarily what you want. I understand that now. I didn't understand that at the time. We all learn, right? So I'm learning as I go as well. So if I tell you a statistic, so if I say to you uh, two legs were sitting on three legs and four, eating one leg and four legs came up and bit two legs and took one leg and then two legs hit four legs with three legs and took back one leg. You'd be like, what the hell? Maybe you'd be able to repeat it. If I said repeat that story to me, you'd be like, I don't remember all the numbers. One, two, I, I forget right you're with me yeah so if i tell you that in a story now let me wrap it in something so check this out you'll remember a boy was sitting on a stool eating a chicken leg and a dog came up and bit the boy and took the chicken leg then the boy took the stool and hit the dog with the stool and took back the chicken leg now if i ask you to remember that story or even just the figures in that story you'll be able to bring it back to me pretty much spot on you'll be perfect one or maybe the second try anyway so you know it was four legs uh, two legs sitting on three legs eating one leg and four legs came up and bit what two legs and so on you'll remember it right so that's the power of a story another one um that i remember a, a friend of mine was um you remember when 50 shades of gray came out and uh how that captured the minds of a lot of women i remember a couple of my friends good friends saying wow i'm loving this 50 shades of gray and these were the guys by the way and they were saying my wife is just in a completely different mindset around this it's fantastic and what was that it was literally a story in their mind they were reliving they were empathizing they were actually picturing the stuff going on in the book right i haven't actually read it i've heard all about it but it sounds pretty raunchy yeah i haven't even seen the film i don't know if you have but Point being, they were reading a story and it actually impacted them in a way. They wasn't saying, look, if you want to improve your sex life, go and do this and get this and do this. You know, that gets a bit boring, doesn't it? You know, we need something to engage us. And actually, when you tell a story, it goes in into the subconscious, into our what takes care of our heartbeat and our eyes blinking and our digestion actually goes in there without actually any argument from the conscious mind and again you don't need to understand that you just need to enjoy the story and take it on board and and that, i'm telling you this because that's how i've learned people learn in a more fun way it's fun it's more fun to learn that way and it actually sticks so you know another thing to think about is uh you know disney so the disney parks when they get training the empl employees at disney they are actually told that when you're wearing your outfit when you're on shift you are a disney character and you are in character the whole time 
So what they were told was, whichever character you're wearing, that's who you are. So if you see, well, this is really cool. So you, you, I'll explain the opposite of this in a moment. You'll get it straight away. So when the, when the uh, employee of Disney is in charge, they see a child drop their ice cream. So what they say at Disney, look, you are in character. If you see them drop the ice cream, there's no thought who, you know, should I pick it up? Should I get the child another ice cream? Who's going to pay for the ice cream? Should the mum, should, should we, should I do it? You know, there's none of that. It's just get the ice cream, get the ice cream to the child. That you're in character. Disney is about getting them having a very, very happy experience. And once the person knows that and understands the character that they're playing, then they, the decisions they make throughout their day when they're on shift are simple. Because they're like, well, what what would Goofy do in this point as an example? Or what would, you know, Mickey Mouse do? And, you know, you'd know. You know straight away. So one point in there is, you know, I'll, I'll expand this in another episode. So stay tuned for that. But it's a fascinating way to think about your life and to make decisions, right? But that's how Disney does it. It says you're in character and this is what you do. You don't even have to think about which decision to make because it's already made because the character is set. And that's something to consider there. I want you to place that in the back of your mind. Another um, thing that I was thinking of placing, uh, when I tell, but for instance, when I tell my mum, I say, you know, you get some, you get migraines, mum, and uh, you, if you're complaining that you've got a bit of belly fat that you never used to have, and how do I get rid of it? And I said to my mum, you know, what time did you go to sleep last night, mum? And she's like, oh, I was on the sofa watching some TV, and, uh, you know, maybe it was one o'clock or midnight. I said, well, that might help with your head if you went to sleep a bit earlier and, and actually could get rid of belly fat. And I've told her that a thousand times, right? And it just doesn't sink in. And this is another thing I've learned, right? So just tell the facts and people don't really take it on board. And what really happened was I had a client who came to me and we got some fantastic results. They lost a lot of body fat. And then we reached that plateau because it happens with everyone and you must change because the body adapts. So we got that plateau. We got to that point, which is a, actually a good thing because we got a massive result. People were saying, Mm, you're looking good now. You've lost a lot of weight. I can see that. The results are there. And then uh, they had a child. And um, basically, they started going to bed with the child because they were literally shattered, as you are. If you're, if you're you know someone who's been a parent, it's, it is tiring. So you need to go to bed. You know, you might go to bed at 7.30 p.m. or 8 o'clock even. All right. So they started going to bed with the child. Um, and then over the course of one, two, three weeks, their weight started to drop more. They started to lose more body fat. We were testing the body fat. We were testing the weight. And both were going down. And the only thing they changed, the only thing that was different was the time that they were going to sleep. They just went to sleep earlier and they got more restful sleep and their brain detox and their body detox and they lost body fat. So anyway, I told my mum that story. And since that point, she's been going to sleep earlier. She's been getting earlier nights and she feels so much better for it in every single way it'll affect every area of your life not just your body fat but the way your brain works your mood you'll be more upbeat you'll be able to think clearer your memory will be there what they found now is that when you go into a deep sleep that your brain actually does its detox there and if you don't get that sleep you just miss it so your brain's kind of clogged up it's got a few extra uh, gunk in the pipes if you can picture like a plumbing system it's got a bit of gunk in the pipes and the water's not flowing through properly when you sleep early when you sleep well uh, one is sleep, getting the right amount of sleep at the right time. And one is the quality of the sleep. When all that's going on really well, then those pipes get cleared. And then the water flows through that plumbing system, through your brain, uh, much more smoothly. So what I want to leave you with today, I'm finishing off now that it's just one thing. What is the story that you're telling yourself every day? Do you have one? 
Maybe you jump from one to the other. Who knows? I want you to think about that. Just just think about what mood am I in? What story am I saying? You know, am I a martyr? Am I a superhero? Am I whatever? And and think about, you know, you, you really get to choose. Maybe we were chosen when we were younger, but now you're old enough to think, hold on a minute. I don't really agree with that one. I don't like that one anymore. I'm going to change it. So you can start thinking about that because it's part of the process that could really cause a massive transformation throughout your entire life. So I want you to think about that and, and what could help you make the decisions who you really want to be or where you really want to go. If you've been stuck in a certain body shape or stuck in a certain mindset. So we can start to make changes on that. Anyway, work with me and we'll go through all of this over the coming weeks. I'm going to do a podcast every Thursday. I hope you join. Uh, keep listening. And, and the next one or the next one or two, I think it's in the next two, I'm going to give you a great way to choose your story and how to change the results to uh, more of your liking, even more of your liking. So what I've done is created a quick start for my book. I'd love you to grab it. It's a short questionnaire uh, and... Uh, it will give you the direct steps of what to take straight away in certain areas of your life. So lifestyle, exercise, nutrition, and supplementation. And it will help you, once you've done that, then we can set a story around that and really live into that story and be much more powerful with what we're doing and our decisions and actually make it a lot more uh, simple and easy. So if you'd like to get hold of that, go to bit.ly forward slash quick start. So B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash Q-U-C-K-S-T-A-R-T. So it's quack start, not quick start, quack start. B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash Q-U-C-K-S-T-A-R-T. Go there and you'll get that. It's free. It's a quick questionnaire. Take you about five minutes. And uh, feel free to comment below. Feel free to message me. And always to your best health in all ways. Keep an, eye, keep an ear out even for the next episode. And I hope to see you here next Thursday. Have an amazing week. Mm-hmm.